everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where today we're talking schlissel, not schlissel, because I've never finished one episode, and I hope we can still be friends. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, general manager here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and the voice and face of my new little project called Breaking Bread. You can find us on Breaking Bread Oven on Instagram, and you can find me here every Thursday morning, right after Allison, and right before Nahum's live lunch. Coming to you from a beautiful New York City, the weather has turned. We are post-Chag. The traffic is up. And while most normal people would be all like, Miriam, why is that exciting for you? I completely feel like the traffic pattern and the hustle and bustle and insanity that is getting from place to place in New York City is back at pre-COVID levels, at least close, at least close. My commute this morning took me a solid hour and 20 minutes by car. Now, trust me, that's not fun. That's not fun, but that's not the point. The point is that it was taking me during COVID about 40 minutes. It was taking me sometimes even less, but that's not because of the traffic. That's because I have a lead foot. But right now, it is, it, it's almost reassuring. It's almost reassuring that New York City, like so many other hustling, bustling, vibrant cities that we know and love are coming back to themselves. And hopefully, hopefully, with all of the vaccinations and all the precautions and all the everything else, this world is coming back to itself. But until then, it's my weekly reminder for you to wash your hands with soap and water. 20 seconds, sing happy birthday, do it twice. And of course, wear a mask where appropriate. And please, please, please get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. It's really, it, it shouldn't be up for discussion. It shouldn't be a question. For those of you who are still on the fence about it, please listen to any of Nahum's interviews that he has conducted recently and over the last number of weeks with members of JOMA who are here to reassure you about the safety and the, nece- and the necessity, frankly, of getting vaccinated. Let's go through the national holidays. I will, of course, start with the fact that Yom HaShoah is being observed today. Technically, it is tomorrow, but because tomorrow is Friday, it was moved to today. And so we will be ending the show today with Niz Karim by... Um, Aryeh Kunstler, Yizkarim, by Aryeh Kunstler at the end of this program. But in the, Amer- in the United States, national holidays do include National Dog Fighting Awareness Day. It is unclear to me why that needs a day. I mean, there are about 90% of these national holidays that I, free- I-, 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 I honestly don't get. This is one of them. Um, it's trading cards for grown-ups day. Uh, this is almost like a shout-out to my uncle who still bemoans the fact that my grandmother probably 50 years ago threw out his baseball cards. And um, we all joke that we all could have retired on his baseball cards, and I'm sure everyone has some kind of card in great condition that they swear they can retire on. But I think he might be right about that. It's also draw a bird day. I have no idea how to draw a bird. I'm not participating. I'm not trying today. Today is not the day I am trying. But today is the day that I unbelievably excitedly get to speak to my guest who uh, we connected initially with um, a number of weeks ago, actually before Chag, and this became part of my insanity, I think is the right way of putting it, about my excitement, about my... I don't know, obsession with baking challah over and over again. And I am so excited that he joins me this morning. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And I am joined today by the challah prince himself. I, I know it sounds crazy. A challah prince? A challah prince. But he is the prince of challah. This 
this, I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to keep myself calm, but this is very exciting for me. Idan Chabasov, or Chabasov, for those of us who are American, is born and was born and raised in Israel. He is now based in Berlin. He has always been an artist with a professional background in dancing and in so many different artistic, you know, art, artistic venues and, of course, animation art and in p- doing PR in the lifestyle industry. It is now his mission to bring art into the baking world and to demonstrate the beauty of every single piece of challah. Chabasov has been baking this traditional Jewish bread for years, as we know it as challah, for years for friends and family, and in the process discovered a world of beauty, spirituality, and personal growth. The hobby remained a hobby until when? Until one evening, January 2020, where after breathing and meditation, he spontaneously created the challah prints. There were no great intentions behind the challah prints, but rather as an artistic outlet that allowed him to combine his drive for the creative process with his different identities. So what started as a small Instagram account has soon become an ever-growing community of art, creativity, positivity, deliciousness, and fandom, because I am a fan, particularly during the trying times of the COVID-19 pandemic. Idan has been dedicating himself to the community, sharing his creations and unique ways of braiding dough, and personally communicating with every single one of his community members. And as the challah prince in his role, after all, he is here to encourage and uplift, especially during trying times. And he joins me this morning from Berlin. I mean, I don't even know how to say good morning in German. How do I do that? <laughs> Hi, Miriam. First of all, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so, so excited. This is great. <laughs> and, you know, especially today, which it's, it's a great day that we're going to bake Shlisel Chala, which is wonderful. So I'm even super excited and extremely excited about that. Uh, in German, you said Guten Morgen. Uh, <laughs> I should have figured that out. I should have figured that out. So Guten Morgen, well, it's not even morning for you anymore, but it's Guten Morgen for us here in exactly. New York. So I thank you so much for making the time. And of course, I can personally attest to the fact that you really do speak to everyone in your community because that's how I got to you. I literally went to Facebook and um, I was first introduced to your calibrating videos. And of course, we'll talk about we'll talk about Schlissel. We will not talk about Schlissel, but we will talk about Schlissel Hall in a few moments. But I just want to explain how I came to you because with my obsession with baking challah, and it really has become an obsession as well. And and it's so it's it's so nice to create something with your hands, right? Yes, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, I always said as well that the hands connect to the heart. So it's wonderful to express that uh, through the hands. And also um, as, a, um, as a professional dancer, which I was, so um, I always said I'm dancing with my hands. Mm. Uh, so it feels really great. So I can't imagine, though, that eating and baking all that challah works really well with your, with your dance and your, uh, your dance profession is... Have you put the dancing aside in order to focus on the challah? I mean, if you can, if you can dance it and then eat it, so <laughs> it's even better. <laughs> that I hear. Tell me what you're doing in Berlin. So uh, I live in Berlin for seven years already, and uh, I'm very happy to say that uh, this journey come to the end uh, next month. Uh, I'm going to be back to Israel to the challah land and continue from there my uh, my activity 
Um, well, in Berlin, uh, when I arrived in Berlin, um, I started to work in a hummus restaurant, uh, <laughs> Israeli hummus restaurant. I worked there for two and a half years. Um, during these times, I just learned the language and um, you know, it's take, it takes me a while, a while to really get into the German uh, environment, and um, and afterwards I just start to work uh, in uh, IT companies and uh, for Israelis departments, and um, the last one year ago, um, I just create my challah prints, just has a hobby, no plan any plan to do from that uh, to be with 31,000 followers, to oh be gosh. honest. <laughs> and, um, and the journey in Berlin, actually, I start, um, I start, and I thought it's not going to take more than one year, to be honest. And I thought it's going to be just very short experience, just to try to feel um, how is to be far away uh, from Israel, just just to just to put me outside from mm. my comfort zone because this is really the way I believe that people can can grow and um, can develop themselves. Um, but yes, but I fell in love. I fell in love in the people in the city. Wow. And you know, Berlin. It's not Germany. Berlin. It's so international. It's like it's like I say, Tel Aviv. It's not Israel. <laughs> so you can you can say same about Berlin. <laughs> And um, yeah, I just found myself like seven years. That was easy, actually, wow. to, to get there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a story. What an absolute story. And then a year. So it's been a little over a year since you've started the Chala Prince and you named yourself the Chala Prince. And of course, as a Jewish mother, I want to know why you're not the Chala King, but why you're only <laughs> the prince. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure you I'm sure you have a reason for that. But but I want to know who was the first person who baked challah with you? If you've been baking your whole life and you've been baking with family, who is the first person who baked challah with you? Um, you mean out of Instagram or Yes, like uh, as a boy, as Idan, yeah. not as the challah prince. Yes, as Idan. So, um I have like a good friend of mine and her name is Dvora. Uh, she uh, she lives in Israel. Um wonderful Jewish mother, baking, cooking, doing delicious things. And actually, she was the first one uh, I contacted her to ask her, uh, how can I bake challah? Uh, because here in Berlin, um, you can find some Jewish bakeries, but it's not the same, unfortunately. Right. So I really wanted to, I really want to have like Israeli challah on the table. Uh, she gave me some tips. Uh, the recipe I brought from a friend of mine, his name is Sneer, uh, he's a baker and patisserie chef, and uh, he gave me his simple recipe, which is not even contained eggs. Right. And, and, and that was so weird for me because I, believed, I, was, I was believed that challah shouldn't contain eggs. And then when I created Instagram, people just were like, your recipe is without eggs. And I was like, well, yeah, it should be like that, no? So, <laughs> so that was very, very weird for me. So it was, so it was, your starting to bake challah was because you moved to Germany and needed to bring that piece of home because that's what you were missing. 
Exactly, exactly. I, the first thing you start to miss, it's the taste of Israel. It's the taste of the food. And um, who visiting Israel knows that they, in Israel, the food is amazing. Right. And there is really. And um, uh, so the challah actually was, I think, between the first things that I really wanted to have on the table. And believe it or not, but uh, the four first years that I just baked challah, it was three strands challah, very boring, very not special. But no way. <laughs> no way. I don't believe you. I, I don't believe you. There's no way. Anybody, first of all, anybody who's listening to this to this show right now, if you're listening live, you really have to go to his website. You got to go to challahprince.com. You have to check out his videos because if Instagram, you... Instagram. Oh, oh, Instagram. Sorry. If you go to Instagram because we're directing everyone to Instagram. Why? Because if you see these videos, they're so intricate. They're so beautiful. These chalot are not, I mean, they're literally... They're, they're, they're art. They're art. You are creating art with your hands. And the videos that you make are so easy to follow that I joke that even I can do it. And I have. They're still not as pretty as yours. But but I'm getting there. But I'm getting there. But I don't under, I mean, I don't understand. How did you go from three strands to are you you're up to nine strands or 10 strands? Well, actually, today I do uh, 10 and 12 strands. Of this course. is the multiply. Yes, <laughs> of course. Okay, so how did you go from three to ten? Well, it starts from, uh, yeah, I went through the four and the five, uh, which the five I found the more complex, by the way, uh, even even uh, more than the seven and the eight. Um, I, I, I am, I'm stuck on six. I have to be honest with you. I can't, I can't graduate past six. The five, five, I'm doing all right. Five, I'm doing all right. But once you got one, once I was at to six, I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea what's happening here anymore. And I, I, I can't serve my family, Idan, the ones I've messed up. I have to give them away to other people. <laughs> but so then tell me how you get seriously though. Tell me how you master three and then say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start playing around with other shapes, with other braiding, with other this, when you've only been doing this for seven years, you didn't grow up in a bakery house. Your parents weren't bakers. Like how did this, how did this happen? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, I think this is really the moments that I realize and, um, and understand that the challah, uh, it's not just the bread. Uh, it's a wonderful tool for personal development so and true. growth and wonderful meditation uh, that people can just enjoy it and be creative. And even if it's not the most beautiful thing that you create right now, it's still satisfying it and it is. still feels great to make. 100%. And as I said that I moved to Israel to take me out from my comfort zone. So this is, was my next challenge actually, to take me out from the comfort zone to make three strands over and over again. And um, with the time, I just like perfect the technique, uh, the dough, because I don't have any experience with baking school. Um, I have more experience in the art school and uh, I know how to work with materials, uh, but still it takes time to perfect the dough itself even. 
Right. Uh, because to make a great challah and braiding technique, you need to have a comfortable dough first. A hundred percent. And I think it's very interesting, by the way, and I want to mention this again, that your dough does not include any eggs. The only egg that you recommend is for the egg wash. But if somebody wants to leave the egg wash off, you otherwise have a vegan challah. You have a challah without any animal products in there at all, which is remarkable. So to me, I'm listening to you say this challah without any eggs is the closest thing I have to an Israeli challah. And in my mind, I'm trying to figure out where the like who started putting in eggs. Was it when people left Israel? Is the original Israeli challah something without eggs or is it just like this is how you connect to home? This to you is the closest thing. And this is for me the closest things, yes. Uh, also, uh, when I bake, when I bake uh, for Fridays, so uh, I mostly bake with four strands challah, um, which is the classic version. You know, sometimes I do even six. And um, and yes, and in Israel you can find uh, a challah with eggs, without eggs. Um, I know even some use butter and milk if they want to bake some uh, something during the week, not necessarily for Shabbat. Right. Well, and, that sounds yeah. like it's closer to a brioche. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Just in brioche, there is like tons of butter. But yeah. yes, uh, the challah also stay longer, uh, soft and uh, fluffy. Right. And... Uh, and what can I say? Yes, every time I bake challah, every time I see this bread, I just have images of Israel in my mind, and this is so filling. A hundred percent. It must be very difficult to be so far away from home, but so close during COVID. And 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 if this is how you know you're connecting through food, obviously is the most Jewish thing ever, right? This is like this is this is what we do. <laughs> this is what we do. We remind ourselves of home, and like we just finished Pesach and 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 things that our grandmothers made and put on their tables. I mean, this is what we do. This is our tradition. But it's so funny that you bring this up that you that you wanted to bring this home, and so you started baking challah. You know, when you when you moved to Berlin, it is because about. I don't know, it was like four, three, four months ago, I was crazy. I became crazy that I haven't been to Israel in so long. I mean, we can't get in right now. Americans still can't get there, and I don't have an Israeli passport as much as I wish I had one. I don't have an Israeli passport. So I started baking pita. I started baking pita and making hummus around the clock because I needed to go home. And there's such a longing now. I, I miss Israel so much. And I, I, Kava Homer, I mean, I'm so excited that you're going back next month. You're going home. I think that's great. Yeah. And the journey, I can only imagine where your next journey is going to take you. You're going to have a Chala kingdom by the time you get back to Israel. But the, but, but I get that. I get that need to connect. And we all, you know, we all miss Israel so much the food, the smells, the taste, the people. And so I really, that whole part of your story speaks to me so much. You have no idea. And I know we only have a few minutes left, and you are, you are great, and you're an unbelievable guest. And I know you have a big afternoon coming up. Also, you have wonderful interviews coming up. But let's talk about Schlissel. I'm kidding. Let's talk about Schlissel Chala. Let's talk about the fact that there is, I mean, is there magic? Idan, is there magic in Chala? Um, yes, there is a magic in Chala. Uh, any object in this world, there, uh, there is some energy. And, um, and when we're talking about, um, about magic, so we're talking about energy, simple as that. And as we bake in it, 
through the heart, through the hands, we mentioned it before already, um, the chala can be definitely a powerful tool to bring you happiness, to bring you material success, uh, to bring you, you know, there is also the, the big ceremony of Afashat Chala, right. of Chala separation, which, which we do, which it's like such an old traditional thing to do and amazing and spiritual and just to bring us, just to connect to the energy of, of bliss, of love, of happiness. And so about your question, definitely. The chala, it's, it's a magic. A hundred percent. I agree with you. I agree with you. And there's also something, I mean, it's not for me, it's not just about making the challah. It's also about giving it away. I love being a part of somebody else's Shabbat table. I love making too much challah for my own family so that I have to give some to you. And there's, and there's, there's a sharing in that. There's, a, there's, um, there's satisfaction in that. Not only am I creating something that made a bracha that was connected and that people use for a, you know, for different schoolot, right? They they use it to to bring um, health and and wellness to somebody who is sick. And here we're using it as we ask for parnasa, we ask for material wealth and, and 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 everything that goes along with that, and professional satisfaction. But there's also that satisfaction in just giving something to someone else that you made, and that has this that has this holiness. Chala is, I agree with you. Chala has energy. It's such a good way to put it and i appreciate that perspective so much i really do thank you thank you very much totally thank you and everybody i have to encourage you if you're not following if you're not following challah prince on instagram i don't know what you're doing with your time frankly i don't know what you're doing you want to learn how to braid you want to learn how to do things and this recipe is so simple not only is this i, I i'm telling you right now i made your recipe and i did a video for it for my instagram account breaking bread oven and it'll air tonight at 9 o'clock. And you'll see me. I have no skills, folks. I have no baking skills. You'll see what I created out of Idan's recipe because it's just that nice to work with. And, again, it has no eggs. I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. I think it is so important. Idan, Chala Prince, you are an absolute doll. And I, I, with God's help, we should meet together in Tel Aviv. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send me a message when you're there. You got it. I know how to reach you now. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you a Shabbat Shalom. And in a month, as we like to say, Tisa Ni'ima. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. My pleasure. My pleasure. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. What a treat. Was he great or what? What a treat. <sighs> if you're, By the way, again, if you're afraid of baking challah and you're literate, if you're if you're afraid of baking and you're literate, meaning you can read. If you can read, you can bake. I promise. Cooking takes skill, takes it takes intuition, takes practice. If you can read, you can bake. And I'll talk a little bit about that, a little bit more about that during the live lunch. If Nachum isn't completely sick of hearing me talk about challah, which it's very possible he is. The afternoon continues with a full day of programming live lunch hosted by Nachum Siegel in just a few moments. And then throwback Thursday at 1 p.m. JM Rewinds at 4. And then the Arab Shabbos show hosted by Mark Zamek brought to you by friends at Kedem at 7 p.m. Join Nachum tomorrow morning as he hosts JM in the AM. And Malcolm Holmline joins him tomorrow morning. Do not miss a moment of that. This is their first weekly update since Pesach. And since before Pesach, because that Friday, Erev Pesach, 
or I should say Erev, Erev, there was no weekly update. And then Motzei Shabbat, wow, I'm, I'm speaking, you know, I'm, I got Idan in my speak right now. Um, Motzei Shabbos, 9 p.m. of Ramiho, Saturday Night Seagull. And of course, this Sunday, like every Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, Matis hosts JM Sunday, a full day of programming. Again, we are ending this show today with Yizkarim by Aryeh Kunstler. And just a moment to take a beat to remember. You know, we talk about challah. We're joking about Schlissel. We're joking about, you know, God shedding his graces on us. We have this opportunity to take a moment to remember those who have passed the same way we remember those who have passed at our Siddharam and at Shabbos when we're using their recipes, when we're, when we're using their plates, when we're remembering things that our grandparents does d- have done and our parents, etc. And my mother's yard site is coming up this week. We take a moment also to remember those who we've lost. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. From within their mother's arms, taking so early for the